0: Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America. It's Tony Katz today. I think there's going to be a lot of talk very soon about the strike from the United Auto Workers. And and one of the questions is going to be is it the big 3 or will it just be General Motors or just be Ford or just be Stellantis? It seems that the the union head has got a thing uh, for Stellantis. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Good to be with you. We we would say Chrysler back in, in the day, but things have been uh, bought and sold, and so now it's, it's Stellantis. UAW filing unfair labor practice charges against GM and Stellantis. This to the National Labor Relations Board for not bargaining with the union in good faith or a timely manner. Standard, ordinary, Boring, boring union stuff. Now, I'm not here to say that they can't strike. They could certainly strike. And I am not here to say uh, that uh, they, they won't get some things. They're going to get more money. This is going to happen. They're going to get more money. But when you listen to Sean Fain, who is the president of the United Auto Workers, and you listen to what it is he he wants, what it is he's going for. It's it is crazy town. All the things guarantees this, an increase in that. I think he wants cost of living increases. And you're like, there's it. it would it would be hard to imagine anyone in any um, setting thinking that they're going to get everything that they want. So when that's the case, right, you ask for everything to get something, you know, it's like when you're dealing with with a contract negotiation, you're like, well, this, 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 and this. And then they come back to you and they're like, well, we can't handle We can't do anything about this. And then you're like, okay, but we got to get this done. Otherwise we don't have anything. You mention a couple of things, get rid of the things that don't matter. So you're focused on the things that matter. I have subjects A, B, and C. Well, we can't do anything about A and B. Okay, but C was the only thing I was interested in. It's always been to me. Um, I wanted to say dumb, but but really uh, the word I want to use is dumb. That you have to do it this way. You have to say, well, here's the regular price, but here's the sales price. No, that's the price. Why do we do this to each other? This constant lying, this constant back and forth, I find it as annoying as can be. And it's where I'm at. Uh, in, in, in my way of thinking, a level of disadvantage uh, when it comes uh, to contracts. Just tell me what the offer is. I'll tell you whether or not that's okay. I'll tell you what I want. Just say yes or no. Don't play a game with me. Just do it. Just say yes. Just say no. I can handle yeses and nos. Hmm, well, we're going to have to think about this. We're going to have to have a meeting. I'm going to have to call somebody. Oh, just shove that. Oh, I hate that. That has happened to me in the past that has certainly happened in, in in the past none of it is necessary it's all super annoying so when i take a look at this when i take a look at this i say to myself uh, they are um they're shooting the moon and it's not that they want a 46% wage increase that's pretty that's pretty big it's that they want a 32 hour work week 32 hours. So now we're paying more money for less output. This is this is the argument that that you're making. That's ah, not going to work. That's not going to work. So now another conversation comes into play when you're talking about United Auto Workers. What if, what if, what if, what if they do strike? They go out on strike and all of these tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of, 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 of workers go out on strike. When the union comes back to them and says, "Well, we were looking for a forty-six percent wage increase, we're getting traditional pensions back, cost of living increases, a thirty-two hour work week, and benefits, uh, increasing benefits for retirees," and what we got was a twenty-three percent wage increase and a somewhat increase for retiree benefits, and that's it. All right, everybody, back to work. I went on strike for that. So there's a there's a sword there that cuts both ways because. The rank and file doesn't necessarily love the union leadership. I don't think I'm speaking out of school when I say that. The rank and file certainly wants to make sure that what they're providing for their families is is better, is, is increasing. And if they're going to see GM or Ford making some loot, well, they want to be able to participate in that loot making. I absolutely get it. No problem there. But they don't want to be screwed with. And if you've got a a union leader promising the moon, demanding the moon with the knowledge that they can't get it, and then you go on strike for, what is it going to be, four weeks? Eight? I don't know what the last strike was. Being on strike for two months to not get all the things? Why did you ask for all the things? Just be normal, get get some good things, and let's not go on strike at all. Which is where I think they would be. I, I would assume, I'm making an assumption here, I, I, I get it, I know you're not supposed to assume blah, 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 The you're making something out of you and me, it's funny, uh, I would assume they would much rather not go on strike. I would make the assumption they would much rather not go on strike, but it seems that they are, and it seems that this, this claim about not negotiating in good faith or whatever else, that's just, that is just standard practice in this kind of negotiation. And it's gross and it's 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 annoying, but it's standard. Speaking of gross and annoying, Representative Ocasio-Cortez, see what I did? Politically, politically gross and annoying. I don't know, personally, she might be lovely. I've never met the woman. She is going uh, full anti-capitalism once again. And she posted uh, something to her Instagram story from a group out of New Zealand. How do I pronounce it? A O T E A R O A. Oteroa. The Oteroa Liberation League, All dot O R G dot N Z. I think is what it is. Yeah, that's 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 what 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 they are. Um, and they it it, uh, seems to be, really support the anti-capitalist viewpoint. They want to acknowledge the historic and ongoing harms of colonialism, and they're on a mission to liberate humans from the industry-driven food myths that compel us to harm our bodies and millions of non-human animals. What food myths are you possibly talking about? This, I don't know. I mean, you go to their website, email to police, stop supporting white supremacy, Uh, colonizing narratives is another thing that they've got going on uh, right there. Jacinda Ardern's uh, New Zealand and colonialization, colonization, sorry. Um, It it goes on and on and on. So, you know, these are uh, progressive uh, Marxist activists who want to push a society that in no way could bring you a better life or lifestyle. But we've seen this before. This is exactly what Bernie Sanders pushed. Remember, Bernie Sanders doesn't believe in the better life. This is Bernie Sanders from back in the day. You know, it's funny. Sometimes American journalists talk about how bad a country is because people are lining up for food. That's a good thing. In other countries, people don't line up for food. The rich get the food and the poor starve to death. Is that rational to you? Because there's no part of that that's rational. That's insane. That's a crazy town type of mentality. Better that you wait for food. No, it's better that food waits for you. Is it better that you wait in line for your ration of beans and bread? Or is it better that you could choose from 300 restaurants and whatever it is you order from that restaurant will appear in front of you and you're only angry when they're out of the special? Which one's better, you waiting in line for bread or bread waiting in line for you? There's only one answer and every other answer makes you crazy. There's no way to try and spin it. There's no way that you show yourself as an intellectual about it. There's only one answer, and the answer is you walk into a store and there's 400 loaves of bread just waiting to be purchased. That's amazing. What we can do here, what we have here, the food, the ability to get food, stunning. Representative Ocasio-Cortez wants to share this video that says, you know, people talk about inflation, but no, 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 inflation is nothing more than uh, corporations making massive profits because, quote, the goal of the capitalist is to disconnect these two facts from one another. So they use this concept of inflation. So prices aren't going up because we have too much cash in the system and not enough stuff. Prices aren't going up because economists are, are, are correct about what makes inflation. Prices are going up because corporations are evil. Evil and can't be trusted and it's all of their fault. They're just raising prices. Uh, here from the video and propaganda around inflation and cost of living is so powerful that we forget the very basic fact that corporations set the prices for their products. If a corporation raises its prices and then makes record profits, that's not some invincible monster. It's just a bunch of greedy shareholders. Oh, I have invested my money in a company. I want that company to make a profit so I make money on my investment and therefore I'm greedy. You understand how these commie pinkos work. There should be no profit, but the company should still provide all the food. Now, I I don't know if I have to say it this way, but I am more than willing to say it this way. That's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. These people don't know anything about the real world. They live in a fantasy. They are desperate for the utopia that cannot exist. Remember, the utopia they want is a hellscape. We all lose when we live in their world. Their world makes us awful. They believe that it doesn't matter because what they are proposing won't affect them. Somehow they will live at the top. They will be okay. The communist always believes that they are in the inner circle and that they will make the dictates that everybody else lives by and therefore they'll always have access to fresh fruit. They never understand how they ended up in the gulag. My God, if Stalin knew was I was here, he'd be so angry. He's a friend of mine. Stalin's the reason you're in the gulag, bitch. Everybody except you knows that. Everybody except these pinkos that Representative Ocasio-Cortez seems to be advocating for understands that without profit motive, nothing happens. If the farmer couldn't make money from farming, they would grow just enough tomatoes to feed their family. That's it. They're not giving you no tomatoes. You will go to the store and there will be no tomatoes at the store. Why? Because there's no reason for them to be there. Without profit motive, there is no reason for the butcher to cook, to, to prepare steak for you to buy. There is no reason for any level of, of cattle rancher to provide that much cattle. There's no reason to bake that much bread. There is no reason for name the product. Just make enough to feed your family. Let everybody else die. This is the argument that they're making, taken to its end. This is the argument that they're making. They are also stating that economic principles don't exist. Remember how unscientific and anti-education they are. They are saying that actual economic principles that have proven themselves not only in in the boardroom uh, or, or not only in the classroom, but in the boardroom, they're saying that these principles are not real. They're saying that these things don't actually happen. There is no such thing as inflation. It's just greedy people. Wait till they hear there's no such thing as greed. Oh, I have long been on the subject that there's no such thing as greed. We'll do that another day. That leads to fights. Leave it be for now. They don't believe that things happen because of bad government policy. Because of overspending, because of flooding a system with cash, the answer is always evil corporation. Perfect Marxism, perfect class warfare. Look at those rich people. They're keeping the food from us. Let's get them. As opposed to, hey, those people make food. We should, we should buy food because buying food is so much better than hunting for food. I don't know about you if you've ever done any hunting for food. I'm not talking about sitting in some kind of blind for five hours waiting for a turkey to come by while you're chomping down on some beef jerky and drinking some gourmet coffee. I'm talking about if you don't make the kill. If you don't kill the animal, your family doesn't eat, and your family will die and they will starve right in front of you. I'm talking about that kind of hunter-gatherer society. Allow me. That society sucked. Oh, yeah, they were in better shape than you fatties. I get it. But that society sucked. This society is so much better. When my kids wake up in the morning and open the cabinet and have choices of cereal, I don't look at that and go, oh, they got choices of cereal. I look at that as a freaking miracle. And when I say I look at it as a miracle, it happens all the time. I'm watching them eating cereal and they're going over homework or doing whatever and I I just marvel at the ease of it all. What a wonderful, spectacular, joyous, joyful society where your teenage children can just open up a door and have access to nutrition that would have taken, in generations past, killing to get to, and there would have been no guarantee that you could promise them that level of nutrition the following week. But every time I go to the store, there's the nutrition. You know what? I don't even have to go to the store anymore. I can go, blip, That's actually how it sounds, on my phone, and the next thing you know, the nutrition gets delivered to me. And people like Representative Ocasio-Cortez, who, by the way, has a degree... In economics. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. No, no, no. She's got the degree. Whether or not she knows anything about economics, uh, uh, the answer is no. Because she doesn't. Groups like this, these anti-capitalist groups, these people are the enemy of free and thinking people. Listen to what she says and then make sure you never vote for her policies. Because her policies will ensure that your kids go hungry. That's the only thing they can or have ever done. I'm Tony Katz, and this is Tony Katz Today. Well, if I'm going to have an earwig, you're going to have an earwig, damn it. You are in this with me. We are ride or die, people. Tony Katz. Tony Katz Today. What's going on? I don't know how this got into my head, but it got into my head... their commissar? I don't know why. Fine, I don't know why. Despite my bill, one, two, three, it's to you, but it's not that I don't care, so. Cause I do it all the time, but they never let you know on the TV and the radio. She, she was young, her pop was pure, but every night it's bright, she got? She said sugar sweet, she got me rapping to the beat, then I knew that she was hot. She was singing, don't turn around, Uh-oh. The commissars in town. I, I don't know why Falco is in my head I, I, I don't know where it came from I was minding my own business I'm Doing a show Feeling good Talking capitalism You know I'm happy Where's my bourbon And then all of a sudden Uh oh I'm like what, what da- What's going on And then And then I was like Don't turn around I turned around I'm like they told me not to do that I don't know why I have no idea Why this is in my my head But it is. I I mean, I guess, you know, compared to other things, this this isn't so bad. But but I just wanted to make sure you, you were suffering along with me right here. I don't even know what... Why is the commissar in town? Did somebody invite him? Was there some kind of street festival? Was it a surprise? Should I be afraid? I'm not sure. And when I meet Jill and Joe and Brother Hair, what am I supposed to be freaked out by that? Because I think I'm a little freaked out by it. Now that I think about it, this is a terrible song to have in your head. I'm Tony Katz. And this is Tony Katz today. <laughs> so as i've been saying you don't run headlong into impeachment you don't just decide to jump in and say we're gonna impeach joe biden because well he deserves it and he may very well deserve it but remember that just the use of the term deserve it it reminds you that impeachment is not about the legal impeachment is about the political. tony cats tony cats today find everything at tonycats.com. as uh the the you we could argue the reporting goes when it comes uh to impeachment that james comer himself you're talking about the head of uh the the chairman of house oversight who has been looking into everything regarding joe biden and rightfully so may i add he is worried that impeachment can backfire. This is the correct response from a rational person. Is Joe Biden and the Biden crime family corrupt? I say yes. Unquestionably, they are corrupt. Now, certainly, I, I would state that the corruption is the idea that Joe Biden absolutely knew what Hunter Biden was doing. Getting access to Joe, uh, Hunter getting people access to Joe, utilizing the name uh, Banking on the family name, making money on the family name, this is obvious. Now, whether or not there's a crime involved just versus something disgusting involved, well, that is for others to decide. But certainly one can say, and I believe it can be said very, very clearly, that Joe Biden knew what Hunter Biden was doing. Joe Biden knew why he was on those phone calls. Joe Biden knew why he went to dinner. And nobody is refuting the fact that what Devin Archer said inside that hearing with the House Oversight Committee is factual. That it wasn't as Representative uh, Dan Goldman, Democrat, uh, and, uh, and uh, guy who falls on the sword tried to say it was the illusion of access. No, 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 no. It was access that was being sold. It was access that was being sold. And even if one were to argue that it was the illusion of access, Joe Biden understood, in my view, and allowed the illusion to happen, which is in and of itself a fraud. It's not that Hunter was selling the illusion of access. It's that Joe Biden helped Hunter sell the illusion of access, if we're going to argue it as an illusion, as Dan Goldman put it. And that's fraud. So it doesn't matter how you want to look at it. Joe Biden's a nasty dude. And just go back over his history. Joe Biden's a nasty dude. He is what he is what he is. And Hunter Biden is a corrupt, shady, drug-addled loser. He is what he is. I'd wish the guy the best, but we can't deny what he's already done. And I love that the judge in the, remember the judge that got rid of the sweetheart deal by asking a basic question? This judge, Norieka, remember it was, it was Joe Biden, Hunter Biden's lawyers and the DOJ that were trying to pull a fast one on this judge. That's how I view it. I think that's how you view it. Oh, here's the 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 plea deal and it's a misdemeanor charge on on these uh tax offenses and uh it's a diversion uh pre-trial diversion for the gun charge. Well, the judge asked a, a basic question. Hey, uh um is this this plea deal does this give Hunter Biden immunity from future things? And the Biden team said, "Well, of course it does." Hunter Biden's team said, "Yes." And the DOJ said, "Um, well, no, not really." And that's when it all fell apart. They got caught in the lie, but they couldn't lie to the judge. They knew that, so they said, no, it doesn't actually give him immunity. And that's when it all fell apart. That judge, Noriega, Mary Ellen Norieka, has said, hey, um, you all may have forgotten, but this guy lied on a federal form, Form 4473, to purchase a firearm. What's going on with that? Because there's no more plea deal, so there's no pretrial diversion. When is this dude being charged? And the Hunter Biden team's like, well, it's part of the plea deal. There is no plea deal. What the hell are you talking about? What possibly are you talking about? So I love, I just love that that has now come back into people's, uh, their frontal lobe, front and center. But let's get back to the impeachment conversation. Impeachment is a political process. You decide to move forward because certainly a high crime misdemeanor has occurred, but you also decide to move forward based on whether or not it provides a benefit. So you have uh, Comer telling Newsmax uh, that there's support in the House and evidence to move forward with impeachment proceedings, but caution has to be taken to make sure the process doesn't backfire. Quote, I would predict that we'll have an impeachment inquiry in September. I think our colleagues in the House realize this is a serious offense, what the Bidens have been doing. They've been selling access to our federal government. He also said that Biden is, quote, more than likely compromised because of the millions of dollars he's taken from countries like China, Ukraine, and Russia. So I think there's overwhelming support now within our conference to move forward. And in the same breath, he notes, and I'm quoting, when the Republicans impeached uh, then President Bill Clinton, they lost the majority. When the Democrats impeached Donald Trump, they lost the majority. So that's the legislative concern. We're trying to be careful. Now you can argue, you got to throw it to the wind, Biden's guilty of these things and you got to go get him. Impeach him even though you know there's no chance, no chance at all the Senate will convict. If Play it politically with me just, just for a moment. If you believe that Biden is as weak as I think he is, because I think he is horrifically, horrifically weak, and I know there's the polling out there that shows that Donald Trump would beat uh, Joe Biden head to head. I know that. I know that it's out there. I also believe that the vast majority of Republicans running for president right now could beat Joe Biden head- to head. I truly do. I always have, and I at least I should say I have for the last month, and I still do. And I it's while I have real questions about Trump winning a general, that's about Trump. It isn't about a popularity of Biden. Biden is incredibly unpopular. Biden is not liked. Biden is the third term of Barack Obama, as Newt Gingrich keeps hammering. Joe Biden's not a good guy. America will not miss that dude. They they want a, a better tomorrow. That's what they, they want. I agree with that. But if you agree, whether you're with Trump or not with Trump, that Biden is beatable. and Biden will be beat. Why even bother with impeachment right now? Go win the presidency. Go win the House or keep the House. Go win the Senate. And then impeach Biden. Oh, you heard me. I didn't say don't do it. It's just a question of when. I didn't say don't do it. It's a question of when. Because impeachment is Political. And James Comer is making sense. The first thing that should happen is the impeachment inquiry. So you can go about getting the information, sharing the information, letting that information drip, drip, drip. Keep putting it out there and putting it out there and putting it out there and putting it out there. Now you say to me, whoa, 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 isn't that election uh, interference? Isn't that putting uh, Congress putting a thumb on the scale? Getting information. Regarding the possible illicit acts of a current president of the United States, has to come out whenever it comes out. You see how I did that? You see? A, you see how easy that is, guys? Well, a trial for for Donald Trump has to happen whenever a trial happens. So you schedule it for the day before Super Tuesday, but not the day after Super Tuesday. Sure, whatever you say. Information about Joe Biden's gonna come out whenever it comes out. The fact that the timing might also occur when he's doing debates or major speeches, I mean, that's just, these things happen. I believe we call that in the business, not a coincidence, but a quinky dink. I believe, I believe that's what, that that's the Latin, a quinky dink. So you might wanna, just, just shocking, shocking, but true, I know. I like this plan and I like this approach. It is not that I am opposed to impeachment. I am opposed to all of the nonsense about impeachment, whether it was Congresswoman Boebert to put it out or Congressman Stubbe who, who put it out. They're just wrong. They were looking for attention, and I don't actually care about their attention. I don't care about whether or not they're getting attention or clicks or likes it. None of it matters. What matters, what matters Is that the information gets out. And this is where you come in. This is why you are important. This is why this matters. You know and I know that what we do here every day puts us in a a rarefied air. We are discussing these things honestly and openly. They are listening to MSNBC. They don't get any of this. Every day they're told that the country is racist and hateful and capitalism has to be destroyed. We are discussing the data as it comes out, the facts as they come out, and having much larger conversations about concepts, theories, philosophies about how you make a nation great, how you make a people great, how you make yourself and your soul great and joyous, right? This is what we're doing day in and day out. They're doing something much different. So we're in this different era, rarefied era, where we're always dealing with the data. But you realize the number of people that are watching MSNBC or CNN and you realize they're not doing that. As a matter of fact, those people, those people, they're never going to hear this at all. That's where you come in. That's why you matter. It is imperative. Imperative. If this inquiry starts in the month of September, can you believe it's September? If this inquiry starts in September, that we are all over it. That as things come out, we're discussing it. We're also discussing whether or not it's legit or not. I mean, full analysis and the full sharing of that analysis. There are going to be segments of the population that have never heard any of this before. They don't know that Joe Biden and Hunter Biden were possibly working deals with Ukraine and China. They don't know about classified documents in Joe Biden's house near the Corvette where the drug-addled son Hunter Biden had access. They don't know that Hunter Biden was in the White House for two weeks, living there for two weeks, and in those two weeks, the cocaine was found in the White House as if somehow it's not Hunter's. They don't know about the phone calls. They don't know that Joe Biden attended the dinners. They don't know any of it. And our job is to not be angry at them. That's a tall order. Oh I I see you. I hear you. I get you. How do they not know about it? How could I not be angry about it? You can be. I I, I can't stop you from being. I'm saying it'll do you no good when you have a job to do, and the job to do is to make sure this information gets shared. Social media, email, conversation, Whatever it takes, these conversations must be shared because if there is an impeachment inquiry, not a single piece of network or cable news TV sends Fox Newsmax and possibly News Nation will cover it. They will not cover it. You'll get nothing on CNN and MSNBC but Congressman Jamie Raskin and Congressman Dan Goldman going on every day saying Republicans lie about this, Republicans lie about that. They will never once address the data. That's where we come in. And when I say we, you have to understand uh, you uh, have a, a, a role to play in this. It isn't just the guy on radio. It isn't just me and Mark Levin. It's, I mean, it's just not the way uh, th- th- this works. It is us. So bring on the inquiry. Bring on the release of, of, of data. According to Comer, they're working on a substantive hearing in late t- September. That's the actual quote that the committee is going to try and have depositions with people involved in Biden-related LLCs. Um, good Good, good, good. And we'll be there for it. We will be there for it. We want uh, to to hear every part of it. But that's us. The point is they will try to not allow it to happen. And this goes uh, in, in social media as well. You know, I talk about ABC, NBC, CBS, MSNBC, CNN, the New York Times, the Washington Post. They're not going to share it. What happens when you start sharing it on the socials and they're like, oh, no, 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 that's, that's election misinformation. Oh, that's disinformation. Oh, no, no, that's that's the Russians. That's the Russians right there. Commie, former CIA chief Brennan decided that's uh, Russian disinformation, so you can't share that on the, uh, on the Twitter Xbox right there. Uh, what are you going to do? You got to You have to. You have to find ways to get this information out as it comes out. And certainly you got to let people decide. But you have to share the information. I plan on it. I'm going to share every part of it. Every last, as much as I don't want to have to air uh, the proceedings regarding Trump's uh, indictment in Georgia, which they're now going to televise. Oh my gosh, they're going to televise it, which means I got to now share it. I ha- I don't think I have a choice. I don't think I have an option. I didn't want to. I'm, I mean, it's, it's not that I don't want to pay attention. It's that I, I, I didn't want to have to make it uh the programming well now if they're going to televise it everyone's going to be watching it because the news outlets are thrilled that finally they'll get some ratings so now we got to follow along with it so it'll be you me and a glass sorry bottle of bourbon and we'll be listening to this insanity they'll cover that but they won't cover this you have a job to do in this so do i so do we all Make sure that people who never hear this story regarding the corruption of Joe and Hunter Biden hear it. So they can get the data, search for the data. You can they can have the data you're providing and they can decide for themselves. Because once you hear it you're like, man, this family is a bunch of shady, shady folk. I'm Tony Katz. This is Tony Katz today. It seems now all the progressives have gotten the memo. You have people in cities across the country stealing cars, specifically Kia and Hyundai, and the answer is sue them. Don't look at your own policies. Don't look at your failure to go after criminals. Blame Kia and Hyundai because you don't think their theft deterrent devices are enough. I think this was the New York Times. Kia and Hyundai helped enable a crime wave. They should pay for it. Man, that is special. Why look at your own policies when you can just go about blaming somebody else and you can blame an evil corporation while you're at it. I I, I think it's sick. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. And I wonder when Kia and Hyundai held a press conference and say, "Screw you." Just like that. Do, do you think they're going to stop selling cars in the US? I don't think they're going to stop selling cars in the US. I just don't think they should take this. Right? It's not like they're going to say, "You know what? We'll stop selling cars in the US." Bye. We're closing up all the dealerships. Best of luck. That's not it. This is an attack not only on those companies, but on those all those dealerships in the U.S. Of course it's going to hurt their sales. If they don't have a good theft deterrent device, that should hurt their sales. The cities going after them, that's obscene. And the cities should be told to kiss off. Indianapolis is one of those cities that wants to sue or is suing. It's because the mayor, Joe Hoggs at the City County Council. These are scared little children who don't know how to run a city and won't actually stand up to the criminal element, won't demand better. It's simply somebody else's fault at all times and in all places. Pretty gross stuff, but par for the course for progressives who won't do the hard work. Find everything we've got at TonyCats.com. Have a wonderful Labor Day. Monday, everyone. Take care.